Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Two Moms and Some Labels is a podcast brought to you to bring together um, parents and caregivers taking care of a special needs child um, to come together, convene, chat, just talk about life, talk about things that are going on, and uh, just a place for us to network and get together and learn new things from one another. And so for this episode, we've actually been away for a little while with the holidays and everything coming up. So we thought this would be the perfect time to talk about the holidays and everything that comes with that as far as having a disabled child and, you know, trying to meet everybody's schedule and shopping and just, you know, all the the things that come with the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk to you guys today about the holidays and maybe give you some tips and ideas on how to prepare, how to get through the holiday season. Um, and, you know, maybe just talk about a little bit of things that we have done ourselves. Um, or, you know, if you have any advice to give us, please put some comments in the, in the chat or put some comments on the YouTube channel so that we can hear what you guys have to say. We want to hear, we want to hear. So Brittany, how was your Thanksgiving? So Thanksgiving was good. I mean, we didn't really do too much for Thanksgiving. Um, for me, it's like really busy during the holidays. I mean, I'm sure it's for everyone, but I have two kids, two out of my three kids that their birthdays are a week apart. And um, so one is the week before Thanksgiving and then the day before Thanksgiving. So Ayana's birthday is the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So usually sometimes we might celebrate her birthday, uh, the day of her birthday, or we might just celebrate it on Thanksgiving okay. uh, since, you know, we might have family and stuff over and stuff like that. But this year was a little bit different. We were actually supposed to go to Disney for her mm-hmm. birthday. She's 13, officially a teenager now. Know. A wow. Teenager. <laughs> and she's been acting like a teenager. Um, so yeah, we were supposed to go to Disney, but we actually did not go to Disney because Ayana has her cycle. She's had her cycle for about two years now. And so, you know, just like any other typical female woman, you know, they get, you can get irritable and have mood swings and things like that. So she definitely has some mood swings and gets very irritable like the week before her cycle and a couple days before. So it was about that time and she was just real irritable. And then I didn't think about the traffic of people traveling to and from Orlando and all that. And so just trying to deal with the traffic and her being irritable and all that. I wanted her to be able to enjoy her time at Disney and for us to enjoy our time at Disney also. So we had decided to postpone that and we're going to try for next month. 
okay. um, and see how that goes, even though, I mean, it's Christmas, so it might be still busy during well, the Christmas a, um, suggestion about that. We have taken Lorenzo to Orlando twice, and the last time we went to Disney, we mm-hmm. went during the mor- during the day, horrible. Like, it was just a lot trying to maneuver and, you know, um, like you said, irritable. Lorenzo mm-hmm. gets very, with crowds and stuff, it just stresses him out. He starts coughing more, then we got a suction more, so it just becomes a lot. So we went actually back to the hotel and then the walk from the car with all your medical supplies, it was just a lot. So then um, they do the fireworks at night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with Disney tickets, you can leave and come back. Yeah. So we end up going back at like seven o'clock. It was amazing. Okay. There was no line. So your other kids can go ahead and enjoy the rides. Um, we were able to actually enjoy four rides, I mean, within like maybe two hours. Yeah. So it was quick. We were able to just walk around. Um, of course, Mickey's not out too much, mm-hmm. but just to be able to enjoy the experience. And we went around when they started having the Christmas decorations up. And yeah. it was beautiful. Um, so I would say if you guys do go, try to go like late in the evening. So it's funny that you say that too, because you know, just speaking about um, having children with disabilities and doing things around their schedule and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So for us, I know, you know, some kids are up all night and mm-hmm. they, you know, are better at night and some are better during the day or what have you. Right. So for um, Ayana, she's on a routine. So mm-hmm. like she knows when she's supposed to be like, in her bed it's time to settle down and we start our bedtime routine like around 7 45 8 o'clock so usually like if we're going to do anything since she's up early in the morning then we try to get stuff done early in the morning during the daytime and because at night then she's really going to start getting irritable um so we usually don't do too many things at night. Gotcha. Um, and so we, yeah, we booked it to go in the morning. Okay. Like when it opens up. Which park were y'all going to? Magic Kingdom. Oh, right. Yeah. That's the one. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we went before twice also. And we went during the day and it was, it was really busy. Yeah. Um, but she was able to get on some rides. But now they've kind of changed a lot of things around with the um, Disney experience. And so you have to book stuff in advance and, you know, have your reservations. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was where sure the- you have um, a spare battery charger for your phone. Okay. Like portable chargers. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is, but it was like our phone, the energy was just eating it up. Oh. And so, because I guess it was so many people, we were using the phone for the, you know, math. Yeah. Like yeah. That. So, bring that. But that's going to be good going in December. I really want to take Lorenzo in December because they do the special Christmas thing. You have to mm-hmm. book a ticket for that. But they okay. say that's really nice. They have like free cocoa. So, it's really a good time. Um, and the other time we went, we went to Crate, we were able to do Crayola, the big wheel. What else did we do? 
I forget what else we did, but it was something else. And he was able to, oh, the little aquarium thing. He was able to tolerate all that. So he doesn't do well with like crowds. It's just, yeah. I mean, we're talking lay out on the floor. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. We don't do well with crowds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Things, you know, and he doesn't, um, when he runs, he doesn't, he doesn't pay attention to surroundings. He's mm-hmm. not aware. And he's yeah. not aware of like his body. So he falls right. easily when like very excited where typical kids will know to look and you know mm-hmm. step over. He's just gonna run and boom. So then you know everybody's looking like, oh my God. I'm like, no, he's fine, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we try to go when everything is the least crowded. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that definitely is more ideal. And then that was another reason why we had to, it was just better to reschedule too, because I didn't realize you had to book and reserve rides and stuff in advance. So there's only maybe like a handful of rides that are wheelchair accessible as far as like putting the whole wheelchair and not transferring um, the person out of the wheelchair because she can't really transfer out and sit on the ride by herself still. Right. So we have to just keep her in the wheelchair. So it's only like a handful of rides that she can actually get on in her wheelchair. So they were like, all the times were taken oh, for uh, those rides. Yeah. It was like just the evening times left mostly, mm-hmm. or they weren't available at all that day. Um, and even with like the dining reservations also. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was, yeah, I was like, book in advance. Make sure when you go, if you're going to Disney, that you plan everything out as much as you can in advance. Um, and if because... you live in Florida, try to go off season if you don't want mm-hmm. the, well, the holidays, of course, because Christmas yeah. is the time. But if you can before spring break and everything, yeah. Yeah. The last time I called, which was maybe a couple years ago, and I asked them, I was like, when are you guys like not really busy? And the representative said, like, in February is usually, yeah, yeah, is usually their, like, um, off season, which I'm sure because it's probably a little cold. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to be out at the park um, in the cold. And going on those rides with it all. Right. The wind all in your face. And (laughs) yeah. Oh, God, you'd be out there. Woo! But that's the thing that. Um, you don't realize when you hear, you know, and you have what they call typical kids or whatever. So, you mm-hmm. know, the different things and plan and stuff for your typical kids and then how you have to plan for your daughter. I, you know, hear people be like, oh, you should go try this place. And I'm like, right. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. No, we won't exactly. be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like always um, trying to find things and you have to find things wheelchair accessible. And there's not a lot of things. Did they ever open the park that was supposed to have wheelchair or like a wheelchair accessible swing? They opened up a park in, um, I want to say in St. John's County okay, somewhere, but I don't know if they have the wheelchair accessible swing because a lot of parks are not able to have that because it's like a liability gotcha. or something with it. So parks that did have it, I know they took it away. Oh. Um, so I'm not really sure like what all the stipulations are uh, about that. I think, you know, some people may have been using it that shouldn't have. So 
they may have ended up getting hurt. But even speaking about, you know, doing things, planning for typical kids and non-typical, or even just, you know, you have the children on different, um, different spectrums and things like that, uh, or different types of disabilities, like planning trips or just planning for the holidays to do things, it can get really difficult. Um, it can be stressful and you might not be able to participate in a lot of activities also because of, you know, restrictions that the child may have, um, like the crowds, like you were saying with Lorenzo. And even if they have a weak immune system, mm-hmm. you know, it might not be yep. uh, ideal for them to be mm-hmm. out somewhere with large crowds during the holidays. We know kids are out during break, so it's going to be a lot of traffic in and out of different places. Um, I know some kids even have um, conditions where they they can't regulate their body temperature. Mm-hmm. So like they can't be out in the, in the heat or the cold for a long time because their body cannot, you know, how our body is able to regulate our, our itself, their body can't do that. So, you know, they can't really be out in different types of temperatures for a long time. So there's several different things that we have to be cautious and aware of as parents or caregivers with disabled children. And of course, there's lots of things that I would love to go and do, but because, you know, it's not wheelchair accessible, then, you know, we're not able to do it. So just like here, they have the botanical gardens, I think it is, Mm -hmm. that they started last year, maybe. Uh And um, I've just heard that it's not really too wheelchair friendly. There's some parts. Yeah, like some parts are okay. And then some some parts are not. So, you know, it would be nice to go and be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But are there some challenges that you have had? you know, with Lorenzo when like planning for the holidays or activities to do for the holidays for him to be able to participate in? Our biggest challenge is keeping him healthy during the winter. Um, Lorenzo, as I mentioned before, he has a trach and he has chronic lungs. Um, so it's like severe asthma times 10. Um, weather changes, simple, well, to all our kids. I mean, RSV is serious to all our, you know, all children. Um, but the rhinovirus where a typical kid, um, can get over it. Lorenzo probably is going to end up in the ICU needing, um, you know, breathing support to help him get through it, um, to, uh, simple oxygen, like right now he's in the room, we're on breathing treatments every four hours and he's requiring oxygen now. Just from the weather change, we're, you know, we're in public school this year. So, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, so we're having those little issues. So that's my biggest thing. Um, we get invited to so much stuff, like just in, you know, having to turn down things mm-hmm. um, constantly being like, yeah, that does. You know, people, I love yeah. that people invite. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I think it's awesome. Um, but just knowing that a simple cold where, you know, it can just really put us in the hospital, us out of work and everything like that for 
a long period of time, up to 14 days. Um, so that is that is our biggest challenge, letting him experience things. Um, and to me as a mom, wanting to experience the mom holiday things, um, I try to make the best of it and um, do a lot of crafting with him at home during the holidays. Um, he doesn't fully understand uh, the concept of Christmas. He just understands it's a lot of lights. Um, mm -hmm. He likes lights. Uh, he loves to see him flash and all that kind of stuff. So we'll ride around and do the Christmas lights. Um, a lot of the lights where you can walk around, um, it's just too much walking for him. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of it, he... Uh, I don't want to say he doesn't realize because he is mobile. He does walk, but like severe asthma times 10 walking too far, you know, so then he doesn't want to be in the stroller. So just taking him out sometimes is a challenge too, where we have to walk a lot. So um, we'll just, you know, drive around and look at the yeah. things and um, get it invited from, it's like from Halloween to February 14th. Your kid is asked, like, do they want a cookie? Do they want a cupcake? Do they want a lollipop? And I'm just like, no. And then, you know, going to holiday functions, um, Lorenzo will hold food, put it in his mouth, but not know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So making sure someone doesn't see, oh, he's a five. Right. Yeah. And making sure someone doesn't give him a cookie. So that's a challenge, too. Because mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, he eats. I'm like, no, come on. And then, yeah. Somewhere to, have him be still long enough and hook up the food mm -hmm. and that. Like just the dip. And I know other moms, like I know you understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like making sure you have enough food, can't stay too long because you're right. running out of food. So it's time. Like everything is just like our life is just so much on a time clock. Yes. The yeah. food needs to stay cold. You need to have the me their medicine ready. That was the other thing too with the night. Like, sh you know, pushing her her um, medicine back to a different time and oh, yeah. all that, you know, it like just throws everything off. And then even talking about going places and people inviting you to different places um, is a challenge. Cause I know a lot of times too, like um, my dad, he hasn't really spent a lot of time with, you know, Ayana or around our family like that to really know what her needs are. And so he'll ask me like, oh, we're going on a cruise, you know, or we're going to Jamaica. And, um, and I'm like, okay, how long is the cruise? Five days, seven days. I'm like, oh, absolutely not. I cannot. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Is it wheelchair accessible? Like, you know, so it's hard to, you know, be but able to. But you love it, but you're just like, really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, I love oh just um yeah it's 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 funny. Oh just come on, we're gonna go here. He'll be fine in the car. Okay, well, you know we're gonna have to pull over every two hours. I'm probably gonna have to suction feed. I'm still changing diapers. Like, are you really yeah, ready yeah. for this? Your three hour car ride might turn into a day trip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you know, but I love it. I you know, accept it. Um you know, make the best of it and enjoy. But the holidays does bring just also a remembrance of how different our lives are. Mm -hmm. Like it really makes me realize how, you know, 
when you see what's going on, like even t- going to simple things like taking pictures with Santa. Mm-hmm. It's like ideal, like I want to, you know, but then I'm like, oh my God, all those kids have sat on Santa. If Lorenzo gets one germ, he's going to put something in his mouth. And I just like, all this starts going through my head yeah. and I'm just like, forget it. Like, we're going to have dads dressing up as Santa this year. And I'm like, you're going to stay here and do these pictures. So it's just making, and we just try to laugh and, you know, kiki with it, but the holidays is very challenging. Um, trying to go shopping is a challenge. Um, everyone asks, like I have emails now from my family. What does Lorenzo want for Christmas? And I have so many toys from his birthday and previous Christmases before that you know, we're just waiting for him to grow into. Mm -hmm. Um, People will get age-appropriate toys, but my baby, you know, mentally is not five years old, which I'm fine, you know. So it's like, I have to ask for like, they're like, he wants that? Yeah, he'll actually love it. But if you get something, you know, for his age, just know he might not play with it for, you know, another three to five years. Um, You know, we're we don't know even that. So we're just um, a lot of things people are like, oh, because, you know, they want to get him the toys. They want to get him that. And he's not, you know, his developmentally is his hands are very have weak muscles. Um, So like things like writing, button, button in his shirt, zippering um, his shirt. um, Just, you know, things usually. Yeah. Fine motor stuff. Yeah. Fine motor, so he doesn't have that down pack. So a lot of the toys his age is utilizing fine motor skills. Mm-hmm. Do you have that problem with toy getting asked? What does she want for Christmas? So um, that is a good topic too. But before we um, go on that too, I was going to say about like the people asking you to go places and do stuff too. A lot of times, like we can't do a lot of traveling to different places because Ayana knows when she's not in her bed like mm-hmm. she will not yeah. really sleep anywhere else okay. when she gets in her bed like she knows that's her bed if she's somewhere else she knows that it's not her bed and it's not her normal routine or way of sleeping you know I don't know what it is but she knows and so that makes it harder for us too okay. um but yeah as far as the um like gift giving i think that is really important for you know just us as parents to talk with our family talk with our friends and people that are interested in gifting our children um with toys or what have you because a lot of them they don't understand um they're not around enough to know really what they need And, you know, when you try to explain it to them, it might seem, you know, strange or odd. But I know I've had times where, like, for instance, my mom, she goes into, like, the cat section and gets toys from the cat section for for Ayana because she likes toys that make noise and, you know, squeak and they have different textures and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so. That's a good yes. 
Yeah, and so she goes and she gets toys from from the cat section, or even uh, I would go to the dollar store and get Mm -hmm. the like the garland and the tinsel stuff because a lot of the kids that I worked with before, like they just like that material. Mm -hmm. So it's like even the simplest and cheapest little gifts. Mm they can mean a lot to the kids and they can play with it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And um, like now it's gotten to a point where because she does have a lot of toys and stuff like that too, you know, like you said, Lorenzo has that. I'm just like, you know, just give her a gift card, give us some money to go towards a savings account, Mm -hmm. you know, a fund for like when we need something for her, then we can have that money to be able to to do that. Right. You know, like if we are eventually going to need bathroom renovations to change it to a walk-in bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, just give her a gift card, give her some money whenever That's she has good. something that comes up that we need and insurance isn't going to pay for it. Then, That's you know, good. we have a little pot of money to get stuff from for her. Um, but definitely... Mm-hmm talking to them and letting them know, you know, even though she's 13, she's not developmentally, cognitively, physically able to, you know, Mm -hmm. have toys or games or whatever that the typical 13 year old would have. We're still, you know, here at the, the 24 month Mm -hmm. age range. So definitely talking to them, explaining to them, uh, and I need to that. learn too. So I show, um, I have been like, I'll send them out. I'll find different sensory places that sell different types of sensory toys. And of course, Amazon is always good. Yeah. But I'll just send them the link to that and um, show them, which of course, those type of toys are a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. But um, just to give people an idea of what, because I know too. Lorenzo, um, and I know a lot of uh, autistic kids will, parents will understand when the child still uh, is very strong handed, um, rough, uh, doesn't mean to be. So then a toy for his development age is built for a child that's little, not pushing on it. So um, we also have a lot of toy breakage um, mm-hmm. with him you know, pushing on things a little harder than need be because he's not six months old. He is five. So he's going to push and get excited. So we do find, um, I suggest to my family, the ones that I send them from the sensory places, Yeah, a little bit more expensive, but they will last because most of them are made out of like wood blocks, like, like okay. it's a heavy duty because they understand they use them in like therapy places and stuff like that. Um, gym mats are always good. Therapeutic chairs, you know, like I always say things that the insurance won't cover. Mm-hmm. It's always good too. So those I'll um, make sure we get share those links as well. Um, yeah. And I wonder also if it's just like an idea that before the holidays or even like when birthdays are about to come around you have you know your group of friends and family that you know are going to you know send something for the birthday or for christmas like if you can 
if we can like send a card or if people would think it would be a good idea to like send a card with a picture of your child and say, you know, this is me, their name. And I like, Mm -hmm. you know, things Mm -hmm. that they like and can Mm -hmm. use so that they can kind of have a reference to, you know, go by when they're getting birthday gifts or, um, Christmas presents. I mean, of course you have the cell phone, you know, your cell phone, you can call email or text or whatever right. too, but you know, that might be, yeah. And I know some people even go on like Facebook and stuff and, um, have a community of people you like, you know, do you want to sing happy birthday to my child? Or if you want to send a gift, you know, these are, this is my wish list for them, especially for like single moms that may be mm-hmm. taking care of um, special needs children. And they, you know, need a little assistance during birthdays and holidays, setting up mm-hmm. a um, Amazon wish list and sharing that on their Facebook Um mm-hmm is also yeah and i think that's a good good idea um because a lot of people want to know like i know my family they like to see you know lorenzo getting older so sure sending them something like that on his birthday and then with his you know like i mean older this is what i would like that's cute i like that yeah i want to go ahead and do that yeah and then um also we were discussing too about with the holidays, uh, a lot of sickness going around and germs. So, you know, making sure that you have your hand sanitizer, your hand wipes, um, Lysol spray or whatever you need to be able to clean things down and off. And then that's another difficulty also, even just talking about, um, you know, being clean and traveling. It's hard for us to change Ayana now. She's 13. She's big. Those baby changing stations in the bathroom, she cannot fit on that. So, yes, you know, so tell you what we had to do three weeks ago. It was so like, that's when I realized like, we, I thought, you know, but I realized it was only certain places that put those adult changing tables. Mm-hmm. Those are the hospital places. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, everywhere. So we went to a place. I'm not going to name the place. My son had a, you know, he wears a diaper. The bathroom was very small. And this is a place for children. Um, so we end up leaving there. So we're driving around because he was upset that we left because he did realize, hey, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. So we drove around. We said, we're going to go somewhere else. We didn't want to go home. So I was like, dang, where can we go that has a clean bathroom that I can change him? So we ended up at a place. We went in. Um, I had to change Lorenzo standing. Yeah. He had to stand. And like, I'm there. I mean, and he went to the bathroom and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I'm up there holding his shirt, like, you know, yeah. just like, whoa. So I can't even imagine. Because sometimes I'll go to the car and use the mm-hmm. back seat. Yeah. Um, but we were in a car with no back seat. Like, well, it had a back seat, but it was really small. So it was just not going to work. But I was just like, wow. So I, yeah, that's something true. That's a, I mean, we had to change him standing. 
Um, and then like even that's, you know, driving simple trips, like those are things you have to think about until you actually get to the hotel. Where can you change him at or change her? And stuff? So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about that. That is a difficult one. And at the airport, they definitely don't have adult changing tables. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's true. That's yeah, That's another one. Ooh, the challenges we have. I know. <laughs> And so, you know, it's like we want to be able to go and participate in different activities and go different places during the holidays. And it's like, how can you do that also when you do have typical children that are older or getting older and they, you know, hear their friends at school saying, you know, I'm going to the mountains for Christmas or we're going to a cabin and, you know, we're going to vacation here and there, but your typical child is not able to do those same activities that their friends or schoolmates have been talking about because they have a sibling that is, you know, handicapped, has a disability. And so, you know, it's like trying to find a balance and, you know, making sure that you're still meeting the the needs and wants of your typical children while also trying to accommodate your child or children with a disability. So that has been very hard and challenging because I don't want for my um, typical children to feel like they're missing out on things or even they can't participate in different activities or go different places and see different places around the world because, you know, we have to be like, oh, well, we know you have your sister and she can't do this and she can't do that or we can't go here because of your sister. So it's been really hard trying to find a a balance to be able to um, let my typical child feel like he's able to still do things that kids his age or families are doing um, as well. So, you does know, he ever ask, like, does he ever say, Oh, um, he has, he, he has been saying for a long time that he wants to go to Jamaica. Um, so he wants to go to Jamaica. He wants to go fishing in Jamaica. And, um, actually my dad, he went to Jamaica over, well, like in August, the beginning of August, which is like kind of when they went back to school. So he couldn't go, but I was like, man, should I just send him and let him go, you know, with my dad so that he can be able to Experience. go somewhere else. Yeah. And, and, you know, his dad was like, no, he's not going to another country or, you know, with, with, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know how I, I feel about that. Cause I felt, okay with him going there because I want him to experience that. Of course, I was like, you know, trying to work things out also too, because I was saying, all right, I will, you can go with him on the airplane and make sure he gets there safely. And then I would go and when it's time to come back home, so that way he can ride back on the plane with me and he's not on a plane ride by himself but that way we would both be able to like go to jamaica and have a little time there as well so do you has um do you feel comfortable with your daughter flying 
If I, I don't know. I I feel like it's because even for me, you know, like we have to pop our ears and stuff like that. And she she doesn't know how to do that. So I don't know if that's something that would affect her or if, you know, you can just wear headphones and maybe it won't affect the individual as much, you know, or like chew gum. She can't chew gum. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I've been a little nervous to try that. And then being on an airplane for four to six hours, and um, yeah, I don't know how she would handle that. She would probably they ever become... when she has like anything that calms her down medication wise. No, the only thing that I was using before was like medical marijuana or CBD oil. Because I know my um, I have not flown with Lorenzo yet. We are waiting for approval to fly because it's a lot. Because you have to have um, like oxygen on. Like it's just a lot. Uh, to okay. go through with him. So we're trying to wait. Um, but I do know a mom that she travels with her son and he is like eight and he's wheelchair bound and he like he loves like to go, but she has everything planned to the T. Like mm-hmm. from the time they pull up the people, because, you know, they'll come get you. You have to, when you call the airline and let them know, they'll come get you and escort you straight to the gate, make sure you have everything you need. And then, you know, you get the privilege of um, riding. They yeah. ride first class because of the space for the mm-hmm. um, le- for his legs and stuff. But she travels with him and she makes sure she gives him his medicine 15 minutes before they take off it yeah. hits and she puts a pole socks on him to monitor and then they go they live their best life and I'm just like dang wow. I want to get to that part but you know too with the cost of everything yeah. and all like the carry-on they say that they'll waive some of the carry-ons if it's like medical but we mm-hmm. have an emergency bag, a feeding bag, suction machine. Like we got so much. So I don't know. So anyone that has that's watching this that has traveled by airplane or whatever, please comment below. Yeah. Any tips, any suggestions <laughs> you have for us? Because we both want to take our babies on airplanes, and we just want to know what we need to do. So yeah, comment. Yeah, and when I went to the family cafe that they have every year uh-huh. in Orlando, there actually was a travel agent that oh, really? she was in a wheelchair herself, oh, and um, she helps families to or individuals that are disabled to be able to um, book trips to places that are wheelchair accessible okay and she was telling me about some kind of like harness that you need to have for your child that is in a wheelchair or something that you have to have um so i need to reach back out to her and get her information and i can share that as well um with everybody too, if you're interested in flying, if you haven't already, or you need some uh, other destinations to possibly go to that are 
uh, wheelchair accessible. Yes. You know, well, that and would then be... maybe we can plan a wheelchair accessible to um some labels trip. Yeah, that would be awesome. Get some other moms and yeah. raise money. Get some. Yeah, I feel like it's something that is definitely doable. I think just knowing every step from mm -hmm. an experienced person that has done it before, I'm sure how organized we are and good mamas, we would definitely be able to get our kiddos on a plane and travel. I think it's just talking to other moms, hearing their stories and knowing what and what not to do. Yeah. And you might and have to like travel more. So you know how people are like, oh, I hate layovers. You might have to take that lay layover, you know, that longer layover so you can actually, you know, so you might not get there as quick as, you know, other people traveling and stuff. It might take you a little longer yeah. during that layover, you know, they can get off the plane, you can feed, change, you know, do those different things. Yeah, because I was like, I would love to try a cruise, but it would definitely not be a five or seven day cruise it was definitely and then I think too sometimes I get scared because I'm like dang I'll be out in the middle of the water right where's the hospital <laughs> like is right. there a doctor on site like a pediatrician like a real doctor not one that just works in the office anyone that works in the ER pick you like anything yeah I, that's my thing too I'm scared like I feel like too I've talked to other parents that live in um rural areas and there's no hot, they got to travel like an hour and a half to go to doctor's appointments, two hours for children's hospitals. Like I would just be, oh, so that's another thing I get scared of traveling too. Like people hate, cause I'll ask like my dad, um, he lives in Jersey and I was like, what's the closest children's hospital? He was like, what? I was like, that's important to me. Those are things I yeah. need to know. So those exactly. are other things we always think about when we try to travel and stuff too. Yeah. So, you know, just like recapping everything about the holiday season approaching, we just had Thanksgiving and it's going to be Christmas and New Year's and even just thinking about also um, fireworks because some kids cannot tolerate the, the fireworks um, so that can be another, you know, sensory thing that kids uh, are, some kids are not uh, tolerant of, but just recapping about the holiday season um, approaching and things that you can do, um, ideas, tips, making sure that you are staying uh, healthy and safe and sanitizing Um maybe for those that do have children that are not able to be around large crowds um, or it's just difficult mm -hmm. to get them out of the house, then, you know, bring Christmas to you, bring whatever holiday uh, to you. There's lots of crafts that you guys can do at home, go on the Hobby Lobby or uh, Michael's, Amazon, you know, go to different websites sites or the Dollar Tree. They have lots of different Christmas crafts. Uh, Pinterest always has great ideas. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're looking for maybe something to eat, you know, cook, bake some cookies or some kind of treats at home, 
um, mm -hmm. or maybe even make something for them to play in that sensory, like some um, goo or something like that to that effect, some like snow filling, like fluffy stuff. Um, there's snow. Yeah. Um, we like to do is uh, Rice Krispie treats and mm -hmm. marshmallows. Depends on your child's sensory. Yeah. So that's one. We can't let it get hard or sticky because then we have a panic. Like it's like, oh my God, what are we doing? But um, that's a good one, fine. And then you know you can split it and you can make your little Rice Krispie treats or whatever. Um, but yeah, Dollar Tree, definitely check out Dollar Tree. They have a lot of crafts that you can do. Yes. And they had a lot of cute stuff this year mm -hmm. too. They had like a lot of painting stuff that you can paint on. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I'm going to go back yeah. and check that again. Mm -hmm. And I think it depends too on what store you go to. Cause sometimes, yeah, you know, each store is different, but mm -hmm. they had a lot of like painting stuff. Um, just, you know, different crafts. And if you're not able to get out, put on your Christmas music. Like we started listening to Christmas music the week before Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas, I would say, is definitely one of our favorite holidays. Ayana loves Christmas. She loves hearing the Christmas music. So that's what we listen to every time we get in the car or at home. Put on your Christmas music, you know, bring the atmosphere to you, mm. your decorations, <laughs> or even if you celebrate Christmas, you know, I'm not sure yeah, you know, yeah. what holidays Whatever. that you might celebrate, but however you celebrate the um, holidays, you know, just make it um comfortable for your your child's needs and and for you also know that it's okay it's, they're taking a break from school a lot of kids so parents might need the time to relax also so make sure that you at least take a couple days you know whenever you can to get to yourself and just relax you don't have to get up early even if it's sleeping in for a couple hours because you don't have to get up early and take them to school um enjoy that time just enjoying time with your family and even kids might not even need a gift a lot of times kids with disabilities they just want for someone to be there to talk to them to play with them, to read to them. So it doesn't have to be monetary. It just can be, you know, spending your time with your loved one um, or even letting your family members know also, you know, it doesn't have to be monetary and they just want to come and spend some time and talk to your child. That That's something that they may love also. Um and so just making sure you try to plan out ahead, get your little planner, get yeah. your little checklist, mm -hmm. make sure you have everything you need. Um, trying to check and see if places are wheelchair accessible. I know sometimes you, you might call a place beforehand and they might say that they are and then you get there and it's, and it's really not um, or it's tough to get through. So uh, Facebook and Google are really good sources. So if you can try to research on there about any kind of venues that you're interested in going to beforehand to make sure it's um, accessible. Or even if you have to go somewhere and you only can stay for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, friends might invite you over for the holidays mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just letting them know, you know, we can only stay for X amount of time because 
you know, if they really, they understand what your child's needs are, what your needs are as a family, then they should be able to, you know, accommodate you guys and, and be okay with that. Yes. And I will suggest if you're able to get out the house, attend something, attend something, even if, you know, each year, you add to it or something like that. Just get out of the house. Um, look for a medically complex mom's group or something in your community, mm -hmm. uh, locally, ask your pediatrician or anything like that and see what they have. Your therapy, um, your therapist might know some things, but definitely try to get out of the house if you're able to. If your kid's healthy enough and you have transportation, you know, and able to do it, just really try. It's yeah. good for you as a mom mentally to just get out, experience yes. that yeah. mom feeling and everything. So, yes. Yeah. So if you have any tips or suggestions, ideas on what to do for the holidays or even letting us know how you spend your holidays, maybe you might go on a family trip or something like that. Yeah. Let us know how you spend your holidays with your family. Um, give us some tips and ideas as well. And um, we have our Facebook page, Two Moms and Some Labels. So on there, we can put some resources, ideas, toys, activities um, for you guys to do during the holiday or a holiday mm -hmm. gift ideas. Um, I think, you know, that is about it for me. What about you, Nicole? No, we'll see you guys next time. Yes, thank you so much for joining us and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, like us on Facebook, Two Moms and Some Labels. And until next time, if we don't see you before the holidays, happy Merry holidays. Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>